Aloha and welcome to Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. Today I'll be talking with astrology expert and best-selling Hay House author Mark Husson. Conversations is sponsored by HealthMasterySystems.com, holistic products for body, mind, and soul, and PurePlanEssentials.com, organic aromatherapy. Please visit these websites today. Be sure to visit the iTunes store and subscribe for the complete lineup of shows on Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. Mark Husson is a man with a lifelong passion for the inner workings of the mind. Mark has been inspiring the human adventure since 1989 when he opened Denver's premier astrological store, the 12th House, with his friend, Jungian astrologer, John Joseph. Mark developed a training program for psychic readers that gave the 12th House a reputation for being the most trusted source for psychic advisors in the world. Mark's 12th House family continues to grow and now includes angelic advisors at 12angels.com and astrology and psychic development classes for lay people and professionals at 12academy.com. Mark is the best-selling author of Love Scopes, just released by Hay House, and the host of his own radio show, The Power Peak Hour, on hayhouseradio.com. For more information about Mark, his 12th house empire, and to schedule a private consultation or sign up for his free newsletter, please visit 12house.com. That's 12house.com. Please welcome to the show my very special guest, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thanks so much. Thank you. I want to meet that guy you just were talking about. <laughs> When's that show? <laughs> <laughs> we're here. You've arrived. You've oh, arrived. Wow. Yes. How exciting. Yes. Thank you for having me. This has been really fun. I've been looking forward to this. I, you rarely get a show that's um, that as full-featured as this. You know, I'm used to my 24 minutes, <laughs> so this is kind of like nice to have an unrushed and really... Um, uh, engaging conversation with someone who has so much wisdom. So thanks for having me. Well, I want to learn from your wisdom. You are just a wealth. You need more of a platform where you can talk. You you have such a passion and love and depth of understanding for working with astrology. So tell us about your new book, Love Scopes. What inspired well, you to write it? You know, it's... um. I ran a, like you mentioned, that we opened up a, a New Age store in Denver for 20 years. And one of the things that happens when you have a store like that is you notice trends in people. I got such inside scoop on what things were hot and what things were not hot. And I paid attention. And one of the things that would happen without fail is somebody would come in and run to the relationship section of the store. If it was for numerology, relationships, or particularly love scopes, love signs, any of the love books, mm-hmm. they and they'd read them. And I remember because I used to be really, I used to get mad that it was like by the time the week was up, that the, those particular books were always beat up. Mm-hmm. And so it was almost like, what am I going to do? Well, when it came time to writing a book for Hay House, I had written two uh, books that died in a year, like died meaning like they were calendars, mm-hmm. and so. The, I was thinking if they're going to give me a shot at doing a book that doesn't, you know, end, I want it to be something that would be what those people who came into my store would come in mm-hmm. and get. And so I thought I would ta- I would tackle the whole relationship conundrum of astrology because it is certainly a controversial topic, and it's one that I vehemently have been opposed to openly for a lot of years mm-hmm. but I gave in and I gave in you know in a, in a although, way although as I recall uh, from reading about you the first uh, entree to astrology was love signs 
Bye. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good for you. I mean, I adore Linda Goodman, and I that book has changed my life in so many ways. And I thought I one of the reasons I was never going to go into relationship because she did such a beautiful job. But things have changed over the years, and I think what we've learned is that to, to bring in a truly psychological approach. Some of the most mm-hmm. brilliant astrologers in the world today. Mm-hmm. Are Jungian, are mm-hmm. Carl, from the from the studies of Carl Jung, mm-hmm. um, astrologers like Liz Green, like in, Liz Green uh, in London. I mean, these people are brilliant, mm-hmm. and it's hard to deny that they're getting their wisdom from this thing that people often make fun of astrology. Mm-hmm. So I took all that. I studied for years. I mean, I I adored studying. I love when I'm studying something. I love. I love it. Like most people mm-hmm. probably, but I it's like I don't love a lot of things. So you know, most of my books are te- are technical book mm-hmm. like a you know the the psychological impact of you know the unconscious through astrology things like that and mm-hmm. over time you start getting this idea that there is something here that most people don't understand and mm-hmm. it is that there's a simple map that when we enter a relationship things happen and mm-hmm. we enter them for many different reasons some people enter them for uh, just true companionship you know they've fallen in love other people enter them because they've projected a piece of themselves on this person some relationships are solely to help us heal because they're very painful and other relationships are because we're ready to relax and be comforted uh, it's it's varied as the charts are varied and so I thought I'll put together something that'll introduce it, let people know that there's a little more depth to astrology than just like, oh, you get a 10, you know, and so, of course, I was made to put in those numbers, just between you and me and the and the audience, I, the, the Love Scope ranking numbers were kind of like the afterthought they wanted me to do, I did not want to do that, because I don't want people to feel that what they have isn't strong, so what we qualify those numbers with is the idea that you have a starting point and you with wisdom with the knowledge of the other person you can like increase your number so Mm -hmm. basically it started by let me get a book out there that's going to have staying power and let me add some meat to it Mm -hmm. so that at least gives some credibility to a topic that i really did i used to tell people there's no such thing as compatibility because you know, there isn't. We attract our subconscious mind, attracts the right person for what we need. It yeah. always will. So what we use the chart for is to just understand what I'm learning from this because you get yeah. it first. Yeah. And so the chart can help us understand that, and the book will eventually, yeah. I think, helps us get an understanding of that there is something to understand. Yes, and it's more, much more inside out, the reference yeah. point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. It's definitely like a guide for understanding the other person mm-hmm. as well as yourself. Because mm-hmm. I know people mm-hmm. just jump right in. Now, the beginning of the book is my favorite part, the intro, because they talk so much about projection. And I do believe that it's the essential component of every relationship is mm-hmm. what we cannot see, our shadow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what gets dumped, and I yeah. think that's what we try to retrieve, and I think that's the heart. Yeah. But to talk about that in We're a We're always book, meeting book, ourselves, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're dating parts of ourselves that we have no clue mm-hmm. that what we're doing. I mean, it, it's the shadow. I mean, the shadow is truly the shadow because it's too painful to own. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we, oh, you know, I can go, oh, that's me. We don't really think it's us. We, mm-hmm. It is us. It's, a, it's, it's not only, it's really not us. What it is is our judgment of us that we're dating. Yeah. And so yeah. we embrace those, and we learn to embrace those, and there's healing mm-hmm. that actually occurs 
in the evolution of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And you know, no matter how painful, there's the potential to embrace and reclaim a dark part that needed some light, and mm-hmm. we let the other person do it. So mm-hmm. when you look at an astrology chart, what's really fun is you can see that that part, like, you know, we, you and I have talked about, you know, Saturn returns, and, you know, there's tr- all kinds of outer planets doing intense things. Well, if you meet somebody who's having one of those outer planets doing an intense thing, there mm-hmm. is a good chance they are going to project that intense thing on right. you so that you become right. their Saturn. Say, Unless they're their very Saturn. evolved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless, well, <laughs> then they know what's going on. It, so. Yeah. Well, I think that that's the thing is that as long as we're kind of doing this human thing, most mm-hmm. people aren't going to, everyone's going to cast a shadow. And I think yeah. no matter how awake you are, I mean, yeah. you can, we can do the words, I yeah. think we still project. Yes, our good parts, uh, that's what we fall in love with, the parts of ourselves that are these wonderful parts that we are not able to to own within our own selves. Exactly. Sometimes we can be afraid of being really successful and really, you know, we don't want to shine our star too bright. You know what I'm saying? Well, for what, yeah, for whatever reason, we were wounded, or we were told that we'll attract bad energy to you. Right. Whatever reason that that the beautiful parts of us can't be embraced yeah. is one thing. And you know, the you know, the Course in Miracles will say, um, special love is special hate. So, like mm-hmm. when you think you've met the person, mm-hmm. what we're really doing is meeting someone who we feel completes us, and mm-hmm. eventually we need to not, we need to get rid of them to get yes. that back. And so, yes. it's a real setup. <laughs> so, it is. It's but all. I think it's, I think it's all a setup. It is. <laughs> Everything really is a setup. setup. It is. It's, it's all a setup. setup. Yes, and if it you is. Go into it with that. And see, you spoke that like a true Scorpio. It's <laughs> true. If you go in with that wisdom, that that's a wisdom you can have. Like, okay, there's something else going on here that I cannot see. I just had this dialogue with a dear friend who's in, in absolute agony over a relationship, mm-hmm. and and cannot see how you know this is a pattern mm-hmm. it's, it's so much easier to see years. someone else's yeah <laughs> oh it's so easy i know i love it <laughs> I get to point my finger i mean because they're in pain but the minute it happens to me it's like this is you know i'm unique yeah you lose consciousness <laughs> you know you're just in the you're in the suffering you that's know? right it's, it's so funny i mean the new age thing is like i think it's the meanest group of people in the world who pros who proselytize the most loving words. But I, I really know Debbie Ford's down. The Dark Side of the Light Chaser. That's great right. book. It's the, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She's a master at being able to, in practical terms, really reveal the mask, you know, I that we wear, that. we show the world. So, and Carl Jung always said, I'd rather be whole than good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, because sometimes the embrace of complete who we are in us would not be judged as good. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's a, it's a true, authentic self that we're mm-hmm. trying to have. And I think astrology is a is a key to looking at what is the authentic self here. You know, like what what are the keys that I have to play with? And you know, that's why people look at a chart and go, "That's not me at all." And I'm thinking, you know, it probably is you. And mm-hmm. that's the hard mm-hmm. part because mm-hmm. we're pretty removed from what we have available to us. We get so conditioned. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yes, and it's the judgment of it, like you were saying, you know, because there there's always the gold, you know, that you can, uh, you know, you can mine the alchemical gold from the yeah. shadows so right. that you can see how it really serves you. It's funny, yeah, and you really, you can, and you can't unless you know that there's something that needs to be mined. I mean, yeah. it's so funny, like these people 
there's a lot of people. I am, I am certainly, I love talking like it's everyone else but me, you know, but I'm very aware it's me because I have a really critical voice. Yes, I know I you do. You you know, have, you're I, a little curmudgeon. I am. I really am. I mean, there's a part of me that's like, you know, it's like this is who I am. But I think the the thing that I don't like more than that is when people go, it's all about love. And they're mm-hmm. not, but yet what, but you don't feel an ounce of it about them. You know, it's sort of like those are the great words. Mm-hmm. But what's really happening, and again, I reference my baby, The Course in Miracles, would say, until you can bring it all, Mm-hmm. to the altar, quote-unquote, which is like sort of like our connection to the divine. Until you can honestly bring it, mm-hmm. you can't really fix it mm-hmm. because you're in denial the that, you, that you have it. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, you know, when people make me angry or when my mind is just like critical ball, mm-hmm. I don't deny that. I don't go, you know, I really love them. I don't. I don't know how right. I love them in that moment, and I don't right. want to pretend I do. Right. And, so and to love yourself through that. To yeah, love and I accept yourself for having that experience. And then it just exactly. flows through. It's just an experience. I'm having this experience. Yes. It's not one that I necessarily am proud of. But what am I going to do? My mind is like ripping mm-hmm. them off. Mm-hmm. So it's like I watch it. I ask for help. And I do ask for help. And That's what you surrender it to a higher power. And exactly. the grace can flow exactly. in and transform exactly. the situation so you can, you know, and yeah. in the meantime, while that's happening, I'm scathing. I'm really yes. mad. And it's like, yes. that's what I do. Yes. It's sort of like, I, I'm, I don't make it wrong because years of making it wrong has just done nothing but make it silent. You're resisting it and pushing it away. Yeah, that's and right. it just, it's yeah, like it's like pushing the beach ball down. Like that's Debbie Ford right. talks about keeping the right. beach ball down in the water so you don't get to... You don't have a, a real look at what's going on. Exactly. I so that really what hard. needs to be loved, yes and embraced yeah it's true it's true and so, I see now you're a Scorpio I have a Scorpio moon a Scorpio rising I mm-hmm. mean you aren't afraid of going in I mean Scorpios are they're afraid of everything on one hand but th- what their fear does is makes them they have no choice but to go after it mm-hmm. so they, we call them fearless we know it's fear based but mm-hmm. we call them fearless because they have to go after if they think there's something behind that cor- that shadow they gotta go get it yes. and so their whole life is spent that way and yes. I know every Scorpio I know and myself included Scorpio moon Scorpio rising go below the surface of mm-hmm. everything because mm-hmm. they don't they look for what's off they're not yes. looking for what's on. Yes. Libras look for what's good about you, mm-hmm. and they, they embrace it and they highlight it. That's mm-hmm. what their gift is. Mm-hmm. We end up falling in love with a Libra because we like how it feels when they do that. Mm-hmm. Of course, now there's a long story about the scales aren't going to be doing that for very long because they have to stay in balance. But the initial charm of Libra is that very skill right mm-hmm. there to get in and see you as amazing. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, they, the other side will emerge eventually. It will. The gift of Scorpio is to get in there and see you as pretty much not wor- not trustworthy. Like, mm-hmm. you are, you're you're going to mess me up somehow. Let me get to the other side of this, or let me find out what's going to hurt me. Not maybe a person, but a situation, an event. Mm-hmm. Let me think of the worst-case scenario so I'm completely prepared, and I've uncovered and brought light to all these crevices that people won't even touch. Mm-hmm. That's the gift of Scorpio, actually, and it's an incredible gift because what it does is it gives them a true fearlessness later in life as they mature as they mm-hmm. as they um as they grow older they become yes it's less a lot of power of to mature into all that inner seeing and yes. not being afraid is powerful mm-hmm. you know when you're not when you no longer know when you know the worst case of anything you're like okay you know I'll, let me just do this and and you can do it without without fear and that's a lot of power mm-hmm. so it's really when you're in relationship imagine taking that 
inspector into a relationship. It's like it's intense. It combined Virgo with it. You know, so you have combinations of people with those those planets are their investigators. You're not going to be able to lie to them. You're not going to be able to, to put up a front to them. And so you get in a relationship You have with strong Virgo, right? Huh? Don't you have some strong Virgo? I have Jupiter and Virgo. And yeah. yeah. I do. And that's the critic. That's the part of me that mm-hmm. actually is in, in only one area of my life, usually my businesses, where I'm a kind of perfectionist. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I'm kind of like, I have, you know, this whole intense customer service thing and the mm-hmm. way the sites need to look before mm-hmm. you get them. They may not, the world may not agree with me, but there's a part of me that has a certain um, OCD-ness to him in, in mm-hmm. areas that, you know, are useful for my work. My personal life, on the other hand, is it, it lacks a certain discipline, but... I do have some Virgo, and I think that when you take each component of the chart mm-hmm. for so where time, is the where is relationship love and relationship where is that in a person's chart? Do you really look at the sun sign? Do you look at where Venus is? Do you look yeah, at the you moon? Yeah, you know, I look at well, pretty much the first thing I do is the rising sign because if two people come to me, I want them to know what they just fell in love with is not yes. anything to do with the person. That's yes. the rising sign. And the rising sign is one's persona or one way, the way one projects oneself or the mask one wears in the that's world. That's right. So it's like our makeup when we go out in the world. That's our rising sign, and we lean on that heavily mm-hmm. as, as humans because most people, we only have a small percentage of people that we're truly intimate with. Mm-hmm. And then we have this large percentage of people who we're acquaintances with. Yes. And the acquaintances get the rising sign. And the rising sign is based on the time of birth, and it changes every two hours, which is why it's kind of important to have your time of birth. And so you have this rising sign. So the first thing I look at is, like, your rising sign, because exactly opposite the rising sign is the relationship house. Yes. So if I know your rising sign, I know kind of what you're hungering for in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so the seventh house, the the horizontal line, what we would call the 3 o'clock position on a clock, the outside sign of that house that is your what you what you what you enjoy in a relationship kind of like what you have your mind is set up to accomplish it tells me mm-hmm. the the structure like if you're a leo rising and you have aquarius on the 7th house it tells me that your relationships are going to be unusual mm-hmm. they are not going to fit in any mold period mm-hmm. so now that's that the 7th house now huh? um can people get um a, a chart an astrological chart from 12th house Yes, they can go to one two house dot com and run a chart wheel, and it'll tell them what their rising sign is. Yes, and Wonderful. they can also order computerized one. Thank you for having uh, opening up for plugs. That's very sweet. Well, I, they may want to go they do that. Pause the button and go run a chart so they can follow what we're talking about. That's a good idea, actually. And so, if you go to one two house, you'll see a cast the chart button. And you can cast a chart, enter your birth information, and I think we still have the descriptions underneath. And mm-hmm. then you can see the 9 o'clock position will have a symbol on it that would be your rising sign. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are so much more educated than they used to be, so I now have assumed a lot of people still know. But you're right, there's a lot of people who don't even have a clue what these words mean. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing that into consciousness. Okay. So, yeah, we look at the rising sign, we look at the seventh house, we look at the the sun sign is your motive. I mean, that's always going to be there. So, you know, that's an inherent inherent compatibility because that's never going to change. And so the moon, though, that's the aggressor. To me, the Mm -hmm. moon, you have to know what that moon is. I see that as the subconscious mind, the instinctive, more It's unconscious, it is. It's the unconscious mind, it's the emotional body, but it's also 
this thing that must be fed mm-hmm. that we are driven by unconsciously and so mm-hmm. what pe- what we do is i see it i see it like mars i see it as the the most aggressive planet in the chart. and it's a very large i mean it has a huge influence right yes, yes it does and it's um it has uh it's the it's the moon that we'll use to determine whether or not we are satisfied in any in any area of our life whether we're you know it's called lunar lunatic comes from that uh-huh. so we have the the need to keep the moon together and the moon fed. So wherever people's moons are, they need to have those met. So when you're meeting somebody and you get their chart, they you get to see like what do they really need. Mm-hmm. That that would be like what are they really going to be after here, and that's mm-hmm. what that moon is going to be mm-hmm. about. And so that's an intense one, and that's one to really look for. So I really think the moon is really and relationship. It's very important the compatibility. With yes. the moon, and what are the main things that need to be compatible with the moon? The um, your sun sign, mm-hmm. for example, and and my sun sign and your moon, or your moon and and your sun and my moon. Any of those make Carl Jung said that any sun moon connection, even if it's the rising sign. If your rising sign is my moon, those are often marriage aspects. Those are people okay. who really understand each other because the moon needs to know. It's an eight, an innate natural understanding. An innate understanding exactly yeah, and yeah. you feel safe there so the moon who needs to be gotten senses oh my god a familiar territory over here because mm-hmm. your son's there mm-hmm. and so it, there's an immediate sense of security that mm-hmm. then now the moon's handled now venus mm-hmm. is what the person's going to just love to do what yeah. they love they love um they uh spirituality they love to talk they love adventure you know every uh, Venus in a fire sign, which would be Aries, Leo, and Sag, is going to love a challenge in their relationships, no matter what it mm-hmm. is, and they're going to need it to be somewhat inspiring. Mm-hmm. They're never not, that that combination of Venus in a fire sign is never going to want somebody who's a wimp. Right. They need strength and and order and and encouragement. Mm-hmm. And so you look to Venus for what the person quote unquote likes what they appreciate, what they're gonna mm-hmm. what they're gonna be liking, what they're gonna be playing with, where they what's gonna make them playful. Mm-hmm. And finally Mars, we look for how are they gonna what's their seduction? What's their like wherever your Mars is, that's how you can secretly know what they need to hear, what mm-hmm. they need to be, what they what's mm-hmm. gonna arouse them. So Mars in um if you have Venus in fire, the person's gonna just they need a challenge. If you have Mars in fire, what's going to arouse them is to be a part of, uh, like, the relationship being a challenge or the um, or this mission that the two people get on together is a challenge. Anything that is sort of, um, that says we're a couple and we're, we'll fight for the truth, things like that, Mars and fire signs love. Mars and earth signs love people who are productive mm-hmm. and who um, will give them a sense of... Uh, like, I'll work for you, or, you know, you'll never go hungry. <laughs> Mars and Earth signs love that. And the Earth signs are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. So mm-hmm. and Mars looks like that little male sign, the circle with the arrow at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the things you play with in, in compatibility. And see, that's the limitation of love scopes, is that love scopes is pretty much addressing one sign to one sign. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as people can probably gather from this, there's a lot of combinations we can put together to yes. to override anything that the book said, which is what my skepticism was. But the other side of that coin is if you have a Venus in Leo and somebody has um, the moon in 
Scorpio, you could look up the Venus-Scorpio relationship and get a ton of information about that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ways to play with love scopes, and I kept oh, that in mind when I was writing it that oh, I wanted them to be able to cross So it's very them. versatile how people can use well, it. Yeah, hopefully, because people are, t- people are versatile, and mm-hmm. they're complex. Oh, that's, that's why I was wonderful. worried that people would be put off if they go, well, they just gave my relationship a two. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's a very, so there's a, depends on how deeply you want to use the book then. Exactly. It's playful and hopefully people will use it as a foundation to understand that astrology could have Mm -hmm. some merit to it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the feedback more than anything else I'm getting is people want to take this and they want to learn more. And if that, if that happens, oh my goodness, that makes me feel wonderful because this has been a love of mine. Astrology has been my love since I um, even was a psych student, really. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, the study of the self is we all love doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, and also it, everything's relationship. Oh, Everything totally. is relationship. Nothing happens without a relationship. It's true, and you have even people who don't have a relationship are saying are are the issue for them is relationship. You know, it's, it could even be friendship, but it's also like to have or not have isn't the issue. It's our relationship to everything in our lives. What is our relationship to ourselves? What is our relationship to the environment, to the neighbor? Exactly. Everything is somehow you're making a choice and you're in a relationship, you know. So Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little more. You were talking about Venus, the likes, what Venus loves. Uh, yeah. So you talked about fire being a challenge. What about Earth, Venus and Earth? What would that be? Earth and Earth. The Earth signs are always about everything. When they hear the word Earth, think of material things. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily that they're materialistic, but what happens is they their focus is on the Earth. So Venus in Virgo, for example, would be Venus in Taurus, first of all, because that's the first sign. Venus rules Taurus. They're all about quality things. They're mm-hmm. all about their comforts. They're all about um, good taste, refinement, feeling good in their bodies. That's what they love. Mm-hmm. Venus in Virgo, all about things being in order. There's mm-hmm. a real desire for the hierarchy, for the for the list to get done, for the the, um, they have a certain inner moral that they like to, to know exists and that they follow. There's a certain right, correct way to do things, and they feel very safe in that correctness. Mm-hmm. And Venus in Capricorn uh, loves the idea of um, uh, building, of having a purpose in their in relation. Production. Do, pro- productivity. And I think for the Capricorn, any sign in Capricorn, the answer would be, what is the purpose of yes. what I'm doing here? For mm-hmm. Venus in for Venus in um, Capricorn, it is sort of like we ha- we have to have a purpose, or I'm not going to have any fun. Mm-hmm. You know, we have you know do this together. It's not going to be any, any fun. So I think that's part of the the thing about Venus and Earth. Venus in Air, always about Air. You know, people can remember Air. The thing that you can do in Air more than anything else, other than breathe, is talk. You can communicate, mm-hmm. and all the Air signs are really um, about connecting. Mm-hmm. that language mm-hmm. um, it may not be words like Aquarians aren't very talkative but they're um, they're very opinionated mm-hmm. so they have ideas mm-hmm. and they, they really very love mental they're extremely mental and not only mental they it, it, n- on top of being mental if your belief systems don't correlate with a with an Aquarian ideal that you kind of don't exist Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just really, my reality is built on the way my thoughts are put together for the Aquarian mind. Mm-hmm. So Venus in Aquarius would basically say, um, I, ha- I need it to be un- unusual because Ve- Aquarius is the rebel. And also, um, I need, um, 
I, I have a humanitarian desire. All Aquarians have this idea of helping humanity because mm-hmm. you know Prometheus brought fire to mankind mm-hmm. and got tortured for it. I mean, he was not supposed to do that, and so he. And now, when Aquarians, and it's funny because you'll see a lot of Aquarians do this sort of like um, self-doubting after they accomplish something. They'll they'll wonder if they should have, if they did it right. There's a lot of mental meandering going on about mm-hmm. their propriety. And so that's where it shows up as mental. Mm-hmm. And Libra, Le- Venus in Libra, certainly loves the relationship, loves the dance of relationships. Now, this is a really hard sign to nail mm-hmm. because they love to be in relationship and, and they love the pursuit of them. Mm-hmm. Making it hard to land uh, Libra, Venus in uh, Libra. Indecision like is what I see with the Libran. Uh, they seem like they, they have a hard time making a commitment to a, cho- to a choice. You know what I'm saying? They're always seeing both sides. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think what it is is when they go to that both side zone, they really, the answer is no. But Mm -hmm. what they're afraid of is um, the end of the pursuit. Uh They so need the pursuit. They're so about the the joy of relationships, the joy of Mm -hmm. the the hunt. They're the the true, you know, it's the opposite sign of Aries. Mm -hmm. And so here we have the sign that, you know, Aries is the warrior, and here we have Libra, the warrior for relationships, and it's true. They love relationships. Mm-hmm. They love the dance, mm-hmm. and they have a really hard time committing because it looks like then the dance will be over. Yes. And for them, it's like that would be... It's the night. romance, the thrill of the romance and it the pursuit. It so is. There's yes. something magical to them about having somebody light up when they meet them. Yes. And it's really hard to... Yes. And it's not like they're trying to be cruel. They're just doing their sign and so the way you so Libra will always end up with somebody who's pretty independent yes because of that somebody who's attached to any air sign (laughs) when you're attached to an air sign it's not easy because they that's the that's their that's their you know four letter word Um, it's just not um, they like to know they can come and go they like to know there's there's a pursuit going on but when you attach to them what you're doing psychically is you're Sculpting them, you're boxing them into a, an idea of who they right. are. Right. And that's their nightmare. They hate that. They're not yes. who you are, who you think they are. And so, I can totally relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> as a as someone who knows air signs, right? Or well, I I feel that I have the I have a real I need a lot of com- freedom to come and go and change. Yes. I'm yes. always, you know, I have Uranus trying my son, and so. Uh, well, and you also have that Aquarius right there on the seventh house. Yes. There's no way that you are going to let anybody define your relationship for you, and your relationship, especially not the culture. Yeah. You know, it's like you will you will love what you love, and you will involve yourself in what you involve yourself in, but you will not be told um, what normal is going to be. That's like your that would be a horrible thing for someone with Aquarius there. And the sun, uh, the sun trine that you mentioned is truly like somebody who loves and lives and effortlessly stays outside of any of the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't want anything to do with it. It's just because there's so much excitement in the don't don't lock me in zone. Yes. You know, I mean, and outside of the don't lock me in zone, you certainly don't want yes. to lock yes. into any idea, especially somebody else's. So what about Venus and water? The water signs always hold the space of emotion. They're definitely mm-hmm. creative. They have a they they love the sort of um familiarity of the person they love the laughter they love feeling secure 
all of Venus and water, any water sign is looking mm-hmm. for a certain kind of emotional connection, but really it's, it, it, it lands on security, mm-hmm. you know, where they feel familiar because water signs take the shape of the container. Mm-hmm. And if they're connecting to you, they need to feel, they, they feel secure in that connection, and so they feel you. Mm-hmm. And so they look for that over and over and over. That's why mm-hmm. air and water is sometimes hard because water looks for the familiar mm-hmm. and air looks for the different. Mm-hmm. And that's like now based on the predominant planet that we're working with. Like that would be a Venus thing. Now you could be a water, like you're a water sign and mm-hmm. you have a lot of water in your chart. So there are parts of you, even though you like outside the, the, the mainstay, there is a maternal, incredibly... Um, you know, it's in the. This is the other thing about astrology. Wherever the planets are, what house they're in, mm-hmm. is way more powerful than anybody would ever really know. Very definitely, the you location know? of the planet, yeah, the, the house. That's Yours what it's gonna. The that's the form it's gonna take. Exactly. Yes. And it's so it's showing us the the identity that's gonna be shaped. And you, yours is in the fourth house of Cancer, motherhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sort of like now you would you'll answer this for yourself, you know, certainly in your in your own way. But this is absolutely saying an out outside the norm mom. You know, it's a mother energy. It could be like you you know adopt uh, you know homeless people. Who knows how you're going to do that? But it by all intents and purposes, because of the relationship of the sun to the rebel planet Uranus, is telling us, and with your son being in the house of Cancer, that there is a part of you a that is not only private very private, but also um, loves the, is an incredible nurturer, that you bring people to new heights, and you can do that. You have a gift in doing that, and that's something that, um, when people, when people get you that way, and when you, when they let you, it's, what you'll do for them is unbelievable, and that's where. This is very true of me. I believe it. (laughs) I'm looking at the chart going, oh my gosh, you know, this is like, this woman is like, and see, the thing is, you're a Scorpio, so you're not advertising that. You know, it's like people will find that out on their own, or they won't, but the part of you that is, like, um, private as a Scorpio, you have a very private world. And where it, where it formulates and, the, and the, the life force that comes from you is a very, very, very personal, deep, inner well. And when it swells, when that water starts coming up in you and you've aimed it, it will be aimed at furthering people. I mean, it will be aimed at helping not only yourself, which is secondary in, in these kind of situations, but helping others, and I think mm-hmm. that's like where, you know... Well, I have that North Node, you know, in Aquarius, the, the humanity, yeah, 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 you yeah. know. That's true. It's very humanitarian-oriented chart. It's very, but you know what? The part of you that is a Scorpio, though, is like, you got to like them. <laughs> Whoever you work with, you got to like them. I mean, I think that there's a very important thing here about the, the nature of water mm-hmm. and Scorpio. Um if you Scorpio is so intimate in in terms of opening and to look so deeply that if you're looking deeply in someone you don't like, you don't it's you're, it's, it's awful. I think mm-hmm. I think that it's for you the people you're going to help. With well, it means there's some aspect of myself I need to own also. Well, and that's the come the to part that kicks in and goes. Of course, the, of course, that's always true. But it doesn't mean you have to, and it doesn't mean you have to work it out with that person. What it means is... Oh, it's just a reflection. I can choose whatever I want to do in this situation with the person or whatever, but it is, I do uh, honor the reflection of what it's showing me. Yes, you do, because you want to do this correctly because you have that Virgo moon. Mm 
And yeah. it's like absolutely, but and I but I offer the the part that says some people you just aren't going to want to work it out with them. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. If the harmonic isn't there, life is short. Or like, yeah, go yeah, you work it right. out. Be happy somewhere on the other side of the planet. I'll work this issue that I have with you out with somebody that's a little easier for me. Yeah, and it's sort of like that's where you know because not everybody. I can't you know for me I can't do it. I can't like everybody. I just can't, and I yes. won't play with everybody. Yes, um, but I will. But that's your inner navigation telling you that you want to honor your own vibratory system. And what it's the readings that you're getting. It's just tuning you and your navigation about, yes, this, because I think it's very important for you to be happy and to feel good and to be, you know, because you have a service to offer the world. All of us do. You know, you're here, you know, on purpose. We all are, no matter our awareness of it, you know, the more consciousness you have, you bring, then the the more viable the service you can offer. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's why it's like it's it's so you know so what you're doing is this is is a, a living example. Be on the radio and do it. You know, you're doing this on your own motivation and your own volition. I mean, there's it, this has to be an inner thing. Yes. Yes. I have an amazing mother matrix. The mother of my soul is just amazing, and I just I love my mother. So. <laughs> Great. I don't know if you can relate to what I'm saying there, but I'm just this tiny little aspect of this amazing soul that I am reflecting, and I just I just have fallen in love with that, and I would wish that for everyone that they would come to a place where they would fall in love with their the divine potential, the divine idea of who they are. Exactly. Yeah. And you are talking like somebody that is. Exemplifying the sun in the house of cancer, the house of the mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, your identity is there. Mm-hmm. That's where your identity is. And so when you claim that and mm-hmm. say, I love this, what you're saying is, I've done a lot of work, and I now can be happy. Mm-hmm. And this is like, and you know, not everybody with this chart would say that. This is based on commitment and mm-hmm. effort and 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 true desire and passion. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I definitely applaud you. I think that's like, an, for you to say things like that with this kind of chart is saying, this woman has stayed true to her word. Mm-hmm. And she's worked really hard to get to what you just said. Like people, it's not luck. I mean, I don't, it's luck only to, to some people's eyes, but I want to make a clear distinction. What you just said was because you made a choice to have it unfold that way and you worked at it. And that, and it did, and it happened. And you can say, God, I wish that for everybody. It wasn't just like, oh, look, I love my inner, you know, this mothering part of me, this divine part. You worked at that, and I, I want people to know that that they can have that, mm-hmm. whatever their divine it, uh, attachment is. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the questions everyone can ask themselves to light that up that yeah. I, I would like to offer is, what did my soul have in mind when it created this chart and this mm. life you know right. what did I have in mind because you really need to access the higher a higher consciousness because uh, you're so inside whatever is the story is that it can be uh, hard to access that higher consciousness so that you can continue to evolve as a soul do you hear what I'm, follow what I'm saying absolutely it's very true. I mean, we do identify with our story, and some people will more than others. In fact, sometimes that's somebody's life purpose. To yes. To identify ex- with the story. Yes. And yes. some people are here to identify yes. with, you know, getting out of the story. But it's like, yes. at least 
looking at it with your question in mind is truly a great thing to do. Yes. Is what is my, what the, why would I create yes. this? Yes, yes. Some people do want to, are here to fully live the victim consciousness. Yep. Yeah, that's what I hear you saying. And some oh, people... Yeah, I, hear, I mean, yeah, because maybe, I mean, imagine that that's because they never got it. Mm-hmm. Maybe because, I mean, I can think of silly examples of Edgar Casey used to talk about people that, a guy who hated Christians, who incarns as, I mean, just hated them. Hated, and, I mean, he was like Caesar kind of guy. And then incarns in a lifetime of uh, as a paraplegic, and who is taken in by a, a religious family, mm-hmm. and and they, who selflessly give to him, mm-hmm. and his purpose was simply to know that story, yes, to see the gift in yes. devotion, yes. So, so you know we can't, you know, it's all transitory. It's like somebody who's a victim this lifetime isn't a lesser consciousness, maybe a higher one. Who knows? You don't That's know that. You never you know, know that. You we have to know. stay with ignorance. We can't judge people based just because somebody. What is Oprah more evolved because she's you know incredibly rich and generous? No, you know? no, you can't tell by the appearance what exactly is going on. We're not our form yeah. here, and we can't worship our form that way. Mm-hmm. We can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody, some people do need to be victims to mm-hmm. understand what it's what that perception is mm-hmm. to, to bring that into some kind of consciousness, and mm-hmm. then to appreciate people who help. Mm-hmm. And support. So, I mean, for whatever reason, who knows? But, like, mm-hmm. you definitely chose a lifetime this time to embrace a divine mother, mm-hmm. a divine essence of bringing people mm-hmm. forward. I think mm-hmm. I was, I want to bust all the, I want to bust up all the, the score keeping we do. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you have, you know, with the Virgo, too, I think that, that Virgo, Jupiter and Virgo, there's a flexibility there with being able to use it in a way that can be beneficial. Ultimately, we hate yeah. to think that we're going around, you know, being unbeneficial to people. But you know, I I can be. I know I can be. I can be when I forget that I've just turned around and taken my circumstances very real, and that, and so that <laughs> they're emptying the dumpster outside my door. And I'm sorry <laughs> if you can hear that. I'm trying to hide my face. So it's, it was such a beautiful, quiet day, but. I could pick my radio interview for that, but sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I think that you can be unbeneficial if we get into if I take if I identify with the victim. It's it's not, and I tell people this all the time. If you whatever you're doing, you people go, God, I wasn't conscious. You know, that's not I'm not doing that on purpose. Well, one of my favorite phrases is the road to hell was paved with good intentions. Oh my if God, my grandmother said that anything, all the time. Yeah, it can be hurtful, <laughs> and so. The, the idea would be the more we can bring the observer in, the more healthy we can do our life, the yes. more healthy we can present yes. our stance. Yes. And I think that's the difference. The same yes. behavior... Then you're saying things from the symbolic level, to my mind. Yes. You know, you're saying what is symbolically, what the energetic, what the archetypal energy, what, you know, is, you know, like seeing it like a fairy tale or something. It's it's exactly seeing the movie mm-hmm. as the observer mm-hmm. instead of being in the story as mm-hmm. you say like being in the story I'm the car- I, like mm-hmm. I'm so stuck in my identity mm-hmm. but it's being in the theater watching my movie mm-hmm. okay there it is oh look at that then you could have more power to be able to help it to shift to something yeah. else that you'd like the way the story ends better exactly you know, if it went it's this like way know, yes, yes exactly that's so yes. good if I know I'm a critic if I know I have a very critical mind. And I see it in action. I go, look at it go. It suddenly doesn't do the damage it does. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, no, I'm not critical. 
I'm not critical. Right. And it's like going around just abusing me, everybody right. else mentally. Right. And, and it's like it's so much more damaging unobserved. When it's yeah. observed, it's like I can I can kind of chuckle because yeah. I'm suddenly not the story of my inner vo- my inner critic. Yeah. I'm the I'm the observer of it, and it's like look at your little movie go. Like, like what wow. you were talking about earlier about being aware of that you're having certain feelings about someone that you don't exactly. like them. You exactly. know, to to are, be yeah. with that and aware of that. Yeah. You know, there's a thing about like an, a feeling is a imagine it as a negative ion, and then. The feeling, feeling the feeling is a positive ion. Mm-hmm. So if you have a feeling and you feel it, it disappears because negative and positive make it neutral. They explode. Mm-hmm. So a thought is the same way. You have a thought and you, um, you recognize that you're experiencing the thought. So mm-hmm. you, those disappear as well. So your thoughts just want you to think them. Your feelings just want you to feel them. Mm-hmm. And what our fear as a culture is, if I have a bad thought, I might have to act on it. Or if I have a bad feeling, it might be real about the person. Well, mm-hmm. we don't know. We're just having a feeling. Or real about myself. Or, real or about <laughs> yeah. the yeah. circumstance, anything like, oh, I don't want to feel this depression. I'm not depressed. You know, right. Because then it might stay and get real. And it's like, well, have the feeling. This is what depression looks like. This is the color of it. This is about my life. This is why things get gray. And all of a sudden, it's like, wow, I did it. I went through it. And mm-hmm. I stayed present, and it's gone. It's like a cloud covering the sun. Exactly. Yeah. And and if you know it's just a temporary moment, you can hang with it. But if you're yeah. so afraid to look at it, it's like then then any cloud represents the gloom, and it it just gets really hard. So mm-hmm. different signs have different ways of maneuvering that. And I think the you know that's where the more mental signs are more afraid, and the more mental signs would be, for example, fire and air signs, um, mm-hmm. Aries, uh, Gemini, Leo, uh, Libra, uh, Sag. Uh, Aquarius, um, and I, I think I got all of them. Yeah, six. Those signs are more afraid of feeling. Mm-hmm. So what happens is they're afraid of like <clears throat> they like the fire signs leap. They have a they have a feeling of something. They'll just like okay, I'm going shopping. Gonna go work out. Um, okay, I've had enough. Air signs will uh, distract themselves with like television, a book, um, another kind of conversation that's nothing related at all, or thinking what the, what the cause of the, the, this kind of intensity is. Well, I wonder where that came from, and they do all this thinking. Right. The water signs and the earth signs, the signs that are left over, are the ones that are afraid of, um, they're afraid that to, to think outside of the feeling. They're afraid to leave the feeling mm-hmm. because they think there's the wisdom in that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there may not be. There may not be wisdom in the thoughts of it, but they won't leave their feelings either. They stay there, and that's why sometimes they linger in depression for a long, long time, mm-hmm. because they're afraid to like give wisdom to it, mm-hmm. the observer. So each side has an equal fear of the other way of doing life. Mm-hmm. And consequently, that's who we attract in our lives, typically the opposite element. Yes, um, unless we have it in our own chart. I mean, because, uh, you know. A lot of people do. Yeah, so usually there's, you know, you have a, a mix, you know. Yes, of and you know what's funny is, You'll end up doing, in, when you get in relationship, no matter what sign, you will do one of those mixes. Mm-hmm. You, somebody will always be, and this will be a good, like, <laughs> it is something to leave people with, but this is, somebody will always be the emotional needy one in one relationship. The mm-hmm. other one will be detached and uh, aloof, mm-hmm. and someone will always, and vice versa. And you can play both parts equally 
in any relationship, but you mm-hmm. will play one. You one. So in other words, one person will embody and project the earth water essence, and mm-hmm. some person will embody the air fire essence in every relationship. Mm-hmm. And you can see it clearly in any relate. Like somebody goes, you know, did you pursue or yeah, they were like they were being aloof and hard to get, or there's always somebody doing that, and because it represents the split inside of ourselves, but it's depending on which one we're healing at the time, until there's a moment where it doesn't do that anymore because you've claimed them all. Mm -hmm. But that's the fun thing about relationships is they will divide and we will act out different components of our chart. So what is the purpose of relationships? To to find our shadow, seriously, Mm -hmm. to find what we cannot see on our own. It's Mm -hmm. the only purpose of them. There's no such thing as... So it's not like the other person completes you. They just mirror to you something that you need to integrate within your own self so that you are complete and recognize you are complete. Well, recognize, yeah, that there's a... At least that there's a a part of me that... Like, imagine there's a ton of fragments. This relationship just gave me a big one Mm -hmm. back. But that's why we can go back to our past relationships and go, what did I ever see in them? Mm -hmm. Well, you claimed it. (laughs) And so you don't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's why we go back and, and go, oh, my God. And it's people who never, we never got over. We romanticize them. We mm-hmm. never quite claimed it. And it's harder to yes. claim the projection back when mm-hmm. the person is more like the projection. Mm-hmm. So the more the person is like what we're projecting on them, mm-hmm. the harder it is to unravel them from the projection. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when you are dating somebody or you're meeting somebody and your friends go, ooh, what does she see in them? Yeah. Um, then that's when you know you're probably working out some really intense stuff that's when you know otherwise it's like just the same old same old and there's not as much projection going on right you get used to it and i think the more whole you become i think there is Mm -hmm. less projection you just are meeting the other person (laughs) yes exactly but consequently there's less need for relationship Mm -hmm. i mean the irony is the more whole you become the less you really see the it's like it's not the driven need that it was Mm -hmm. it's fun companionship's nice da 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 but the um, it, that doesn't mean if you're not in a relationship, you've evolved. I'm not letting the audience right. get away with that. But right. it does mean that if there is a certain... Some people believe it's their mission to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Most of us do. Um, but there will come a point when you've claimed all of your stuff that you realize, oh, my God, I just... Hi. I just like who I am. You know, yes. it's fun. And not that I'm avoiding relationships, but it's like I'm not... It's not my driving force anymore. Yes. That's what people will come to. Yes. So there's so much. It's fun. I love relationships. I mean, I love talking about them. I have yes. been in Gemini. So. Yes. Well, tell us about, you know, uh, do you have a, a Louise Hay story, Mark? How did you and Louise first meet? You know what? She called, um, no, I, you are not going to believe this. The This is the truth, the truth, the truth. I had a little astrology site, that, and I had my retail store. And I was like being the good old business guy that I was, not very good. But I was calling, <laughs> I was calling, stores, publishers, to see if they would help me with shipping, if I would carry their book. Like, oh, isn't that a smart idea? Now, this is in the early days of the Internet, so it was a really revolutionary idea at the time. You know, like the publisher would say, sure, you sell my book for me, I'll pay for your shipping, you know, we'll drop ship it. Well, I call Hay House, one of the first ones, because we've always loved Louise's books and their books, and I called, and somebody, honest to God, transfers me to the president of the company. I didn't know that, but I go, hi, I'm, you know, because he said, this is, you know, Reed Tracy, and I said, you know, I didn't know who it was really, but <clears throat> found out. And I said, hey, I'm sorry, I just wanted to find out, can you guys help me? I'm doing a website, an astrology website, and I wanted to get some free shipping. I swear to you. He goes, 
where are you located? And I told him, and he goes, I'll fly out tomorrow to talk to you. <laughs> Honest to God. And I'm like, huh? And I, and I like, wait, I said, I'm in Denver. Are you in Denver? And he goes, no, 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 it's okay. Just give me your address. And I told him the address. He flies out and talks to me. I take him to lunch. And I'm like, <laughs> I called, I called back. What a story. Oh, no, it's no, it's no, I'm, it's amazing. I mean, truly incredible. And I called back and said, who is the retracing? And they said, that's the president. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I'm fretting, right, my Virgo <laughs> Jupiter. Like, what the heck am I doing? I mean, where do I take the CEO of, you know, hell? Why is he coming? I didn't have any clue, really no clue. Turns out he just was getting into the Internet zone and w- was really contemplating astrology on his plate. Long story shorter huh? uh, was that we, um, we he, I got to do the power peak for their site. And mm-hmm. I actually, for almost an entire year, was in charge of their front page of their website, Hay House. And so, wow. because they couldn't get anyone to do it, and I knew HTML. Right. So I'm like changing their website and doing little ads about my power peak, like, because I would do them. And you have to tell me, did you have any astrological aspects on that day, by the way? You know, every single one was a Jupiter on the cusp of one of my houses on the little line, because we do Coke houses. Yeah. And every single moment that that man has walked into my life, on the day he walked in my life, honest, Jupiter hit, strummed that house. On the minute, to the minute, we were laughing, like, how perfect. And every time since then, I've gotten a book published or something. But I eventually, Louise called and said, um, I'd like a reading. And uh-huh. I said, there's no way I'm giving you a reading. And I mean, I was just like, no, no, I, no, I was raised on you. I am sorry, but I am not doing it. But you have to call John, because John's a genius. And he's like, to me, there's no one better in astrology in the world than John, mm-hmm. seriously. And so John Joseph. Uh, yeah, John yes. Joseph, and, and people can connect with him through 12house.com. Yeah, they can. They can actually, um, or just email me. I'll give them his phone number. He's amazing. He's very real. The mm-hmm. John is like one of those sweetest yes, he is. people in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called him. And she called me the next day, didn't say a word. Doesn't, I answer the phone, the 12th house. She goes, oh, my God. <laughs> and I what a compliment! Talked to John, right? And she's like, <gasps> and she loved him. And ever since then, I think it was like her heart was like, uh, yes. she, she got that we were okay because you know he does that to people. Yes. <laughs> he, he gives them the good side of me because I'm like, you know, the the guy out here doing the singing and dancing. But he is really a sweet man. So yes. that's a little wee story. Sorry, it was so long. Oh wow! So and Louise attended your uh, recent astrology workshop at the I Can she Do It conference in, my in San Diego. It was a, and it, it, yeah, and I was like, she she really is. Like I definitely have um, an incredibly fierce space with her. I don't know what it is. I mean, we say very few words, mm-hmm. but when I see her and she sees me, there's like truly energy. There's a sweetheart. Yeah. Connection. I mean, I yeah. just love the woman. I do. Yeah. And I know she's tough. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And I'm like, and I know that. And I'm just like, wow, I've watched her push people aside and did it. But she's never been anything but embraceive. Yes, she's very, she follows her inner ding. Ooh, man, she does. And it's amazing. She's really, she's really true to who she is. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel very honored that she even knows I exist. Mm -hmm. But she's been very, God bless her, she's been very sweet to me. So, and that's, so that's the story. And we got the, this book I pitched, I had to fight to get this book, you know, published because they weren't really, they're not really into astrology. Yeah. But 
um, that's why you know the show. You know, it's twenty four minutes. It's like there, but it's it's so popular. They're having a hard time denying it. It's right. have the longest running show on Hay House. <laughs> I'm, seriously, I'm in there for I know, and we're all lobbying for you to get a longer show all the time. It's, well, they keep saying if you want longer, you have to go every other week. If you and it's like, okay, you know, I don't, I'm quit fighting. I, I'm fine. I so trust it. Yeah, it's like in 24 minutes, we'll get everything we yeah. can get done, and we'll. Send you do a fantastic on. job. Well, you're, you're just so sweet. yes. Well, so I encourage everyone to go and see your. Uh, uh, the Power Peak Hour at um, oh. radio at uh, HayHouseRadio.com. Thank you so Every much. week you're on. Well, so. we definitely do. Uh, you know, we, we it's high it's high rolling energy. <laughs> yes, it happens fast, but yeah, you get it in. It's amazing. I've gotten every time I listen. Um, uh. You know, every time I call, I always get through, and then I feel. <laughs> Then I feel, <laughs> then I feel bad because you, other people want to get in and never can. So I know it's so neat that you get in. I love that. You have it's my angels. Wonderful. It's my angels. I put in the order, and then I just it just happens, you know. I love just that. Just being really being able to focus, you know. I every know. every show I've ever called, I've gotten right in. That's amazing. Yeah, that really and is I amazing. yeah. My, my email is flooded. Even even during virtue. Got in on hers. Yeah. That's amazing. You do have a special line. That's a special angel connection. I love that. I guess. I guess. (laughs) I just listen to my guides, you know, put in the order. and. What else can you do? I mean, it's going to work. It's like you listen to your guides. I mean, that's advice for everybody, phones or not phones. That's right. That's right. Because they have a vision for being able to help you out and get you down the road. So I really encourage people to really uh, open up their uh, intuitive uh, faculties and yes. working with the chakras is the best way I've found for really coming online with your intuitions very oh, definitely so definitely helps. you're such a good example of that Katie. well do you have anything I want to have you back I have just so much I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about your 12 house empire and all your advisors and how you choose them and how extraordinary and good they are and uh Anyway, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we close, Mark? I think you have been so generous with my time and my information that I just want to thank you, really. That's what I want to share. Well, I you've got to say you're going to come back because you're I just so marvelous. Come back. Well, we'll, we'll have to do some to more back. collaborating to help each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no problem with that at all. And, you, you know, it's a delight to come back. Who wouldn't want to? You're so generous with your time and information. So thank oh, you so thank much. You. And I hope you'll um, let us all know. Do people know how to tune in? You probably tell them. Yes. So, I'm going to tell I everybody. Tell them too. Yeah. So for more information about Mark, his 12 House Empire, and to schedule a private consultation with John Joseph or to sign up for Mark's free newsletter or to schedule uh, with one of his psychic advisors or uh, check out any of his angelic advisors, please visit him at 12house.com or... Uh, uh, That's perfect. What That's is it? 12... 12 Listen. 12 and Listen 12 Angel. and 12 <coughs> Angel. No and then you also have 12academy.com now. Where academy is on yes. its way and it's going to be really fun for learning. Yes, for lay people or professionals. Absolutely. To get training. Yeah. And how do we find you? I'm at kgstyles.com. Okay, and then uh, the podcasts that you have, are they there too? Yes, all of them will be listed there. You'll also be in the Health Master E-Zine. You'll also be on iTunes right away, and you'll be in my RSS feed right away. Look at so that So people empire. will find you. Yeah. <laughs> 
It well, I'm just I'm just the I'm just the go-to person, you know. Yeah, that's. that's I'm in that's, God's army. What yeah, can I say? Exactly. <laughs> that's how you know the person's really for real, because you never take full credit. But I we know better. Your mm-hmm. listeners know better. They so, know what you're up to. So. Yeah, so and be sure to check out Mark's new book, Love Scopes, just released by Hay House, and his radio show, The Power Peak Hour, uh, each week on hayhouseradio.com. Have a beautiful day, everyone. A warm mahalo. Thanks for joining us. Thanks again, Mark. It's been a pleasure. Same here, Katie. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. <laughs>